Four ways to add recurring revenue to any business. So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So recurring revenue is sort of like the goose that lays golden eggs, right? We all understand that the, the value of it in the sense that if you have customers that are continuing to pay you month after month, year after year, then you basically have a very secure income source. And so I think um, intuitively it makes a lot of sense why we would want it. But for a lot of people, um, there's a thought that, well, it doesn't really fit my business or it doesn't really fit the kind of industry that I'm in, or nobody in my industry is able to do recurring revenue. And while that may be the case, um, if, you, if you are a little creative and you think through ways that, um, you know, their value that you can offer, there's always a way to be able to add recurring revenue to any business. And so in terms of the benefits, right, it's pretty obvious. You have somebody who's continuing to pay you month after month, that's revenue that's coming in without needing to do anything to make additional sales. There's no additional promotion required. Um, it's a repeat customer. So if they're happy with the service, they're happy with the product, they're likely to um, you know, be, be happy to keep that. And so in that one sense, it's really, really awesome. You know, it's funny because there's a car wash around the corner from me and they were, um, you know, a pretty typical car wash. I mean, I would drive by and, you know, there were some cars, especially on nice days, it tended to be a little bit busier. And then on, you know, cloudy days or rainy days, it was a little bit quieter. And an interesting thing happened. Um, all of a sudden, I started to see the line of cars build up longer and longer and longer. And it got to a point where on sunny days, the line was so long that the shopping plaza next to them had to put up a sign that said one-way traffic only, no car wash line, stuff like that. And so it was really starting to impact um, the neighborhood and even in terms of the traffic pattern. And so it was interesting how this car wash went from sort of just getting normal, you know, normal use and, and a normal flow of traffic to all of a sudden busy all the time. Busy on rainy days, busy on, you know, cloudy days, really busy on sunny days. And so, you know, I went through the car wash and I realized instantly why. They had started a unlimited wash club. And so what you could do is you could pay a monthly fee. And the way they pitched it was really brilliant because as you pull into the line to pay for your car wash, you tell them, oh, I'll take the manager's special or whatever. What they'd say to you is, well, the manager's special is $30 or whatever it is. For $25, right, a month, you can join the Unlimited Wash Club. So you can come in as many times as you want. Um, and it's only, you know, a dollar for the first month or whatever. And so they get a lot of people to take, take you up on that because if you're going to go more than once a month, you're already saving money. And the reality of it is, I'm sure they know or they've figured out at this point that a lot of cars don't come that often. But the idea sounds so good that they got a ton of people to do it. And so um, and so they were able to build a recurring revenue sort of business out of something that's not traditionally considered a recurring revenue business. 
And that's exactly sort of the way that you want to look at it. If you want to take it even a step further, right? Take a look at Amazon. Okay, Amazon is, sells for the most part products. But if you've shopped on Amazon anytime recently, you know that anything that you go to buy, it a lot of the things have a button for subscription. And in fact, that's the one that's highlighted by default. Oh, why don't we auto ship this to you every so often and you'll save money. And so they're even turning things into recurring revenue and subscription because they understand the value of it. Now, the flip side of that is that it's difficult. It's difficult depending on what industry you're in sometimes to figure out how you can make something or, or convert something into a recurring revenue stream. The other thing that's difficult about it is people are resistant to wanting to be locked into contracts or wanting to be locked into recurring revenue where um, recurring payments where they have to keep paying for things. And so the, the bar, sort of the hurdle that you need to get over is you need to provide enough value that people are okay to do it and enough value that not only will they sign up, but that they'll keep it. Because ultimately, it's only as good as how long people keep it. If everybody goes to the car wash, they sign up, and then they cancel in three weeks, well, that isn't really going to make the car wash a lot of money, right? They're giving it for a little bit less than what they've actually charged for a normal wash, and then people are only keeping it a month. So they, they would need to track those stats and know that people are keeping it for several months. But um, there are several different ways that you can go about setting this up. And it's just about thinking creatively. So if you're in a business or an industry where you feel as though it's not something that you can do or it doesn't fit your business model or you're just not sure how to implement it, um, there are four ideas that you can implement right away, any or all of these. And, um, or any combination, and there are all ways to set up a recurring revenue stream no matter what your industry and product is. So the first is to turn products and services into subscriptions, okay? So that is the very thing that the car wash has done, right? They took something that's typically a one-off thing where people go in, they get their car washed, and then they leave. And what the car wash people understood is that car washes are commodities, right? There's nothing really special. You're not going to drive miles and miles out of your way like you would for that five-star restaurant to go to a car wash. Whatever one is near you, you're going to go to. But by offering a plan, a club, where you can get into this and you can go back and get your car washed over and over again, you're incentivizing people to go back there. If they live in the neighborhood, they're very likely to want to do it because that's the car wash they're going to go to most of the time anyway. And so they're able to do that with a service, but it also works with products. No matter what product you're selling, right, there are ways to turn that into um, a subscription. So if you're selling anything that is um, a consumable, it's obviously a no-brainer, right? If you're selling drinks, if you're selling makeup, if you're selling, you know, you, you can figure out what the average length of time that a customer needs for a reorder right, how many uses are in the bottle or in whatever, and then you can set up a plan that makes sense based on that. Now, the key is it has to save the money over buying it individually each time. If it doesn't do that, then it's pointless. No one's ever going to keep it. They'll just buy it when they need it. But let's say, um, if you say, well, that's great, Brett, but, you know, I sell refrigerators. Okay, well, that's all right. I've got an idea for you, too. So um, obviously you're not going to put people on a, on a um, product plan with a refrigerator where you ship them a new refrigerator every three months. 
that, that you know that wouldn't make any sense. But you can turn products and services into subscriptions if you have anything that's smaller ticket, consumable, and particularly services. But the second way you could do it, and this would apply to all of you appliance salespeople out there, is you can add an updates or a service plan. Now this will work for basically any uh, product or industry, right? So if you are in the software industry, if you're in the digital marketing industry, any of those kinds of things, right? Updates, product updates, um, you know, any of those kinds of things where you're going to get automatic updates for X amount of time, you know, or as long as you keep your subscription. So you see this a lot with software. Um, you, you get a service plan that comes with it and it's renewable. So if it's one year that's built in, then any changes or updates published to the software in the year you get. As soon as the year expires and they come out with a new update, you need to sign up again or you need to go buy the product again. And so, um, you know, updates work really well for that. For things like appliances, for things that are, um, you know, even service-based things, even if it's like landscaping or whatever, a service plan. You know, you sell a furnace, well, you know, the furnace needs to be serviced. If you sell a refrigerator, uh, you sell, you know, cars, whatever, there are things about that that are going to need ongoing maintenance, checks, things like that. And so you can turn any of those um, elements of, of that into the recurring revenue piece of it. So you sell the durable good, but then you sell the service plan. So updates or service plans, things like that, are another really great way to add a recurring revenue. And by the way, these things are all not mutually exclusive. You can bundle these four things together. You can also offer more than one, um, or you can offer a bundle for all of them at a cheaper price than any individual one in and of itself. So the third thing is to do an insider club. Um, I actually did this with a, a piece of software that I have and um, it, it actually creates graphic designs. And so one of the things that I did is I said, well, look, if you're in the graphic design industry, one of the things that you're gonna want is you're gonna want new templates all the time, right? Because you don't wanna keep using the same old tired graphics, but it's difficult to keep creating more. And if you keep creating packages and then you need to sell them individually. So the value to, to the customer is, you know, as a, as a member of the Insider Club, you're gonna get new templates published automatically every month. So you pay a monthly fee. It's a lot lower than the cost of buying templates individually or going to pay somebody else to make them for you. And at the same time, you're able to get these automatically added to the software every single month. And so sort of an insider club or a membership club, those kinds of things work really well for something where there's, there's a logical ongoing need for additional content in whatever it is that you're doing. So it can be an insider club where... Um, it gives people exclusive access. Those are always really, um, really desirable in terms of being able to, to be involved in a small, tight-knit or exclusive group. Those work really well, sort of membership insider clubs, and also just your standard membership club where it is like a, a template club or a content club where they're getting additional things each month for being a member of it. So either of those work really well also. And then... A fourth one is a training or a mentoring program, right? So this is another really valuable thing. Um, when people get involved in something, and it depends on you know what industry you're in, but again, if you're in you know digital marketing or software or coaching or any of these kinds of things, you know the value of it is um, 
you know, if you sell a product or service, first of all, you want people to be able to use it. You want people to get value from it because if they don't, they're, they're not going to ever buy from you again. And likely they're going to want the money that they spent back. So um, you can provide them with the basic level training, right, ongoing. And that's something that would help them get use out of it. But you can provide them with advanced stuff too, where you do online webinars or local training programs or whatever, where you're showing them how to get more and more value out of this. And by doing that, you accomplish a few things. You build the bond with the customer. You actually make sure that they're getting value out of what they're using that you sold them. So, if, you know, for them, they feel like, wow, this is really worth the value. In addition, you're setting up that recurring revenue. And the other side of that is the mentoring program. So if, um, if you're in any sort of a coaching thing or you have any sort of a product or service where other people are trying to duplicate what you're doing or they're trying to learn what you know, then by setting up a mentoring program, they get access to you or your video training or whatever, and you do it in an ongoing way. And it can be sort of a two-way communication where they can submit questions or maybe you do coaching calls or things like that. But trainer, training, mentoring, coaching, all of those kinds of things play really well into this. And so those are four ways that you can really integrate into any kind of business to set up recurring revenue. Um, the most important thing, and there are a few takeaways from this, you know, you obviously, it's smart to pick one, start with that, see what fits your business best. But the key criteria, and this is the thing that you need to think about as you're going to set this up, is that the value of it must outweigh the pain. And I'll give you a, a really great example of this. Um, gyms, as in like workout gyms, have figured this out over the last several years. When I was younger and growing up, um, good gyms would cost a lot. Their monthly memberships might be $100, $200, things like that. And the idea was, well, you get access to all this equipment that would cost you, you know, tens of thousands. So who wouldn't pay it, right? But um, a couple things have happened. Obviously, more gyms have sprouted up, so it's been commoditized. But the other thing that the gyms realized is, you know, $100 or $200 a month is painful. If you weren't using that, and you aren't something that it's actively engaging you, then you're not gonna keep that for very long. You're gonna cancel it because it costs too much. And the reality of it is in the fitness industry, there's a lot of seesaw. There's a lot of people that come in with the right intentions. They don't stick with it. They give it up. They don't have the um, perseverance to continue to do it. And so if you um, charge them that kind of money, they're gonna cancel it. So what they've started to do is charge a lot less. Some of them are as low as $10 a month, $20 a month, $30 a month, because it's not painful. You can tell yourself psychologically, look, I know I'm not going right now, but I really need to be. So, you know, at the amount that it costs, it's more of a pain to cancel it than it is to keep it because I know I should go and I will go. And so what they've realized is their retention rate went through the roof as soon as they lowered the cost. And so... They have a lot more members and the ones who go often get a tremendous value because they're paying a lot less and they would pay the higher price. But they're getting a lot of those people that would never pay 100 or 200 a month to join and to keep it because it isn't painful enough. So the key thing when you're setting this up that you always need to need to weigh is the value has to outweigh the pain of the monthly cost. 
If it does that, then you've got a proven winner. And all you have to do is track your stats to see how long the average person keeps it. And you can adjust your pricing and your structure and your what you're offering based on that to tweak it and make sure that you're uh, setting, it, setting it up optimally. But those are four ways to add recurring revenue to any business. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.